and welcome back to another new episode of the experience this week we talked about artist rollout we talked about the functions of how we use social media me and darren got a little bit deep and talked about the dynamics of our friendship and then finally we ended off with a new segment darren's dope dabbles this is the experience amazing and i hope that we sound better this week because we 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 trying to do a new software we're trying to get better elevate as more people view so or listen i guess yeah. you can't see us but <laughs> riverside i never heard of it before but let's get to it man yes. it's august 2021 on a wednesday man on a Even wednesday we, saturday, let's, we can pretend like it's saturday i don't care how so this Saturday, the weather is sunny. It's high, seventy-six <laughs> in Detroit. I'm guessing. Wait, actually, I, I could actually look at the thing and see what the weather. Future weather? Be. Yeah, what's yeah, going on see. in the future? It might not be that though, because you know the, the weather apps are ass. Okay, so yeah. if you're in Detroit, it's supposed to be eighty-one degrees today and it's sunny. Okay, hopefully, yes. I don't know. That's that's hot though. It's hot. Yeah, it's it's pretty hot. I can't I can't hold you because. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Columbus, which is where I reside, by the way, if anybody yeah. didn't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I think it's around the same. I mean, oh, Saturday is for show 79. But it's warm today, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But you know, man, man, how you been this week? Oh, my God, this week has been so crazy. So if you don't know, now you know. Um, I'm moving to L.A. And so mm. just... Just been getting ready to do that in the application process for a couple of places. Um, I uh, had some job interviews this week. I actually brought up the podcast, and that got me points because they were like, how do you use technology? And I'm like, oh, nigga, I, I, I didn't say nigga. I didn't say that. Yeah. But, um, I was like, I edit the podcast and stuff. Like, I have that going for me. I, like, use Final Cut and all that stuff. So they, they really like that. So. But yeah, I've been, you know, applying for jobs, doing interviews, and then in the application process for this place. And, you know, I just, you know, manifesting that it gets accepted, approved, all that. Man, hey, you've been going crazy, man. I know you've been, uh, you've been really trying to get this. And now, look, you want to step in the words, In the words of Miley Cyrus, tonight we're going to get this. No, I'm just kidding. That's for my business people. My that's business. a deep cut. That was see, a, deep that's a deep cut. Nobody see. Look, hey, y'all don't know nothing about that shit, bro. But that I remember Cyrus. that was that was like everything to me when I was little. I was like, oh my god, like Hannah Montana's changing her sound, and then the shit was that. It was fire. Like it was like a little kind of like hip hop poppy. Be, I'm like, okay, Miley, all right. <laughs> I ain't seen enough Hannah Montana coming up I, I saw a good amount but you know i wasn't really watching that as much but i definitely knew about it what were but, you watching on disney channel what was your go-to disney channel oh my yeah. god oh man disney channel i really love the disney channel original movies those used oh to be, yes like i used to it used to be it had to be like a month or two where i watched up up in a way at least once a week my favorite that, was smart house smart house was was slapping too for show um yeah no like the disney channel original movies used to be it especially uh like especially when i used to be just chilling like at the crib and i'd be like hey i ain't got nothing else to watch let me go turn that on 
some of the TV shows used to be used to be hitting too, like Sweet Life. Yeah, Sweet Life used to be for sure a classic. Where you here like, I am in your world. Here's the thing: I loved Sweet Life, but I did not like um, Sweet Life on Deck. I thought it was dumb. Oh really? Yeah. You're one of the few people that didn't really like Sweet Life on Deck. I don't think people disliked it. Obviously, it wasn't as good as like the hotel version, like the Zach and Cody yeah, version. Yeah, I just thought that version but, was just so much better. Like, the hotel, like, it was more exquisite than London. Like, all of the, like, things that you think of a hotel, like, I, I just was in love with that show. And then just, like, the fact that they lived in a hotel. Like, I wish I could live in a hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if that was possible, I don't know how they really finessed that, but it worked, though. Yeah. No, and then when they had the fucking... That so sweet life of Hannah Montana. I was like, yes, that was. Yeah, like, they, they combined all of it, and it was just like, damn, this is really. Like this my, is view, this is what we viewed the Avengers and all that crossovers. That's, and shit that's what I was gonna say. Day, we for sure was just like, this is like an Avengers Marvel big level crossover where we like, damn, all of our shows are coming together into one shit. That's exactly what I was gonna say. That reminds yeah. me of that. Exactly. Um, that's we, so, we got so derailed. How was your week? My bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. My week has been straight for the most part. Man, I'm transitioning jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finally leaving Slavazon. Slavazon. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, look, if, if Amazon's listening, I don't really give a fuck. But either way, uh, yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm done with that shit. I'm about to switch jobs with that i'll probably explain more the next pod what i'm doing um but yeah i'm about to leave that been chilling for the most part um trying to really work this transition but i ain't really do too much well i've done some exciting things but probably you know not as exciting in the traditional sense so i've just been really chilling for real man i'm chilling like a villain that ass man i'm feeling myself you know what really this week what i've been waiting on Kanye to drop. That's never gonna happen. It's not happening. Let it go. <laughs> if anybody don't notice about me, man, Kanye West is my favorite artist of all time. Yeah. Anybody who's really close to me knows that Kanye West can't be touched. When it comes to me and my artists and my artist tier list, Kanye is always number one. So Beyonce is for me what Kanye is to him. Exactly. So like yeah. now it's like this week I really. Man, I have a lot of mixed emotions <laughs> about Let's this. Talk about Let's talk about it. Let's talk about For real, for real. But, I mean, if you're a fan of Kanye, you kind of already know, like, you know not to expect, expect like, shit to happen when such and such, or, like, him himself says. When he says it, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I would say, like, for me, man, I really spent this week just, like, you know, well, the previous week really gearing towards like, oh, I'm about to get Donda. Like, this is the next studio album of Kanye West. Like, <laughs> the last studio album was Jesus is King. Like, and he obviously, like, I feel like now he's really on a lot of that. Uh, he's not really making secular music anymore. He says he's really making Christian music. Like, he's a he's a devout Christian. He's going to keep making music like this. And Jesus is King is like, in and of itself, a gospel album. But like. You know, I feel like Donda was like his kind of little bit return to form, but kind of, but also mixing in elements of 
of what he thought of what he did before like yeah so really like what, what it was, I was like really it, it sounds very from what i've like, heard it sounds very like grand and like there's like a lot of like instrument build up harmonies like how uh jesus king was yeah it sounds futuristic even it yeah. feels like it sounds like some shit that maybe most aren't gonna get right now yeah shit, i don't even fully get it because i don't have that shit but you know i, I was kind of just waiting to have that shit and you know we didn't get it because you know and Kanye, you're never gonna get it it's not coming out I'm yeah I, 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 no 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 i wouldn't say don is not gonna come out it might be called something else it might be some. it might be like it might sound different than what it's we heard be called that, uh, it, it, uh, no but hey it might be it might it might sound i might say it might sound like some shit we ain't listened to some shit that like you know it, it might not sound like what we listen to uh, at the at the listening parties at Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. in Atlanta, but I mean, either way, I was just kind of like, like, what's up, Kanye? But but you know, he he's really taking his time to really, you know, like perfect it, really trying to get the tweaks out and whatnot. Uh, so I mean, his his rollout's been interesting to say the least. I'll say like the Donda <laughs> rollout is for sure. It's for sure something more recent than a lot of, of what traditional artists do, but I think Kanye yeah. can really get away with that because he's already established. But like he yeah, Donda's different, the release is different, he has a lot of controversy behind him, and then he has a lot of anticipation for this album. So it's 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 really this album is just it, it's really about to be crazy. Once it really drops. Yeah, when it drops, I'm so excited for all of this. When it drops exactly. When it when it finally drops, I was like, I mean, I mean, I'm really excited, but like, I feel like he's already had an album he scrapped. Like Yandi was an album that was supposed to drop in 2018. It was supposed to be post the life of Pablo before mm-hmm. he did the Yay album, the self title album. We was talking about how bipolar he was. Like, yeah, you know, this was supposed to be Yandi was supposed to be that, but then he scrapped it. But Donda, I don't think he's gonna do that. But what no, if he I, does? I, how would you feel if he like just like fuck it? I'm not doing Donda anymore. I mean, it would be kind of like, damn, because, you know, like, I, I, I obviously revere him pretty high. Like, I want to listen to more music from him. Yeah. Even at this stage of life, he's in his 40s. Like, of course, I want to hear music, what he's thinking about now. Especially, And we already know the, the shit that he's been going through in the public eye. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, you kind of want to listen to what artists have to say, what they've been going through in their lives and whatnot. And it just kind of made me think about just rollouts in general or like just like. Just kind of like just you know delays that artists have, and, and Kanye's not the first, and he won't be the last. Like, yeah, let's talk about it because what the fuck is Drake doing? Drake, <laughs> it's so funny though. Like, I did a poll on my fence the other day, and it was like, who's the biggest liar, Drake or Kanye? Kanye did win the poll, but I voted for Drake because Drake, what the fuck? First of all, CLB supposed to be out January, right? And yep. then he said it's the end of the summer. It's he's no no he said it'll be out before the end of the summer. It's yep. the end of the summer. So um, Drake, like what the fuck? <laughs> no Drake. See Drake, one of them niggas, man. Like uh, he he also I wouldn't say he on a yay level because he's not. He's not on a yay level, but he's like, but he's like one of the greatest of our generation for sure. Like yeah. the ones that we grew up on for sure. And, like, I feel like he's at that status in the rap game or that status in his career where he can more or less, like, drop unannounced or drop 
without a really extensive rollout. And that's what I was really talking about. he announced it. He said it was coming out. But but, but I wouldn't even say he doesn't have a rollout. Like, his rollout is this. Like, I feel like this is all gearing up to this, like, back in October, like like you said. Like, he's supposed to drop in January of this year. October of last year, around his birthday. I think it was his birthday. Or, Or around his birthday, where he was just like, listen, he dropped the trailer. Him recreating album uh, album art of like his previous albums, mm-hmm. uh, doing that, and telling people like, "Hey, look, I'm dropping January 2021. Be ready, CLB." And it, it didn't show up. But He's I feel liar. like he's one of those artists that it can be like, "Listen, he ain't dropping January, but I'm still not excited. My, my my I'm I'm probably I'll probably say like I'm more excited now because like he's delayed it." Because I, and me and you have had conversations off air a lot about yeah. this. So like, where we were just like, okay, Drake, Drake is listening to the landscape of music right now. He's listening to what's going on in the culture. Yeah. Uh, and and I know he's probably listening to CLB. What it can't wait in January around the time he was supposed to drop, and he was just like, this isn't. And I know he has a. I know I know a lot of people have said Drake don't got a classic. Blah blah blah. I think he has a couple classics. I know. A lot of people say he only has one. A lot yeah. of people say he has one. I say he has two for sure. What are his two? Okay. Take care and nothing was the same. Okay, I would just say nothing was the same. You would say nothing was the same. Yeah. A lot of people also say just take care. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I'll say both are 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 for sure bona fide classic. But he, from a lot of his peers, I'll probably say more than the fans have said he doesn't have a classic record, like rap record. Oh yeah, I don't record. think so. Yeah, I don't think he does. I don't yeah, think yeah. so. I don't I think mean, he has a record that's going to be like, because like, when you think of Beyonce, mm-hmm. you probably think like her classic record, she has a couple, but you think of her Dangerously in Love, and then you think of Lemonade because it's the most critically acclaimed album. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Drake has that yet. Like he doesn't and have I like think her. that's what's fueled him. I think that's, the, that's, that's what's like, all right. I need to come up with a classic. Cob, he, he already set it up. I think this is part of his rollout. Like literally, the the fake release, the trailer, the heart in his hairline. Like this shit, it, like, like this shit all adds up to be like, all right. You know this what this makes me want to do? This makes me want to. What? What'd you say? This makes me want to. It it just I don't know. Is people is artists rollout nowadays just to piss off their fans? Because that's what that's what's the effect. I think he's no, trying to just say, piss us off. He's trying to fuck with us. He's fucking <laughs> with us, bro. No, I mean, it's artists, like, obviously, like, moving away from Drake. Like, obviously, Drake going to be Drake. And his rollout is his rollout. Whenever he drops, we all going to listen. But, like, moving away from Drake, like, yeah, like well. it's, rollouts in general are important, especially for, like, newer artists who are trying to get their footing, like, and, and whatnot, like, Really trying to like let people know like this is my music. This is the shit that I'm really listening. This is the this shit that I'm really making. This is the shit that I want everybody to listen to from me, for real. And a rollout is important, especially for an album. And I'll even go back to a bigger artist, like your favorite artist, Beyonce, the Queen. Her rollout, her rollout for 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 Lemonade. Her rollout, for, even her self titled album. Uh, a few like what? How many years ago? Eight years ago? Nine years ago? From that? Like, oh, that was such a long time ago. Twenty thirteen, I want to say like. <laughs> eight years ago from that it like, feels like uh, yesterday oh my god if she dropped it randomly and she and you you always say 
And you always say, I know, like, off the air, you always say, like, Beyonce kind of pioneered. And I agree with you. Like, She did. Beyonce she definitely did. Nobody was doing surprise drops until the queen did it. Nobody was really doing new music Friday until she did it. You know, Beyonce kind of pioneered that. You know, we got to give that to her. Facts. No, no, facts. Uh, that's what I was just saying. Like, yeah, especially with her and, and her rollout, like, she definitely did. I feel like her rollout really worked, especially in 2016, where, like, Obviously, this is way, this is pre, pre, pre COVID, like a few mm-hmm. years pre COVID. Like, this is when everybody's like really just absorbing music and what it was. Everybody already had a, a specific a perception of Beyonce. So, when she dropped something like Lemonade, when you're just like, oh shit, you listening to the lyrics, like her and Jay Z's relationship isn't as peachy keen as what we thought. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, when she dropped it, like song after song, and then you realize it was more of a visual album when she dropped music video for the song she was dropping. Like you were just like, okay, it hmm. kept you hooked. It kept you captive. It kept, and you were just like, okay, this is something. Like, and this is something that artists have to do to be like, okay, get the get the general audience like, whoa, like what's going on? Like, and I think that a lot of I, I feel like while she did pioneer that, not everybody can do that. I feel like Beyonce can do that. That's why she did it. But can Drake just do that? Uh, that's another conversation. I'm not going to say whether he can or can't. I'm not going to say whether he can or can't. But, I will, but the, the point of me saying that is I just feel like some artists try to do that. And it's just like, we don't want that from you. Just do your rollout and drop the album. Like, you're not like, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. No, I agree with you. Like, I, I feel like the rollout for real, like, it's the make or break for the artist. Like, yeah. people love the rollouts. I feel like one of my favorite rollouts from an artist that still hasn't really gotten that much notoriety is Amine. Like, I love him. Like, a lot of people like Amine, and a lot of people don't give a fuck about Amine because Amine, he's a rapper, but he don't rap about shit that rappers really rap about. Yeah, no. He, he rap about that shit like, he rap about like suburban boy shit. Like, you know, the women, like the uh, the, the colors that he likes, like the... <laughs> <laughs> the money that he makes being famous now, like shit like that, like, and, and that's the shit that he been on, like, and I feel like the 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 rollout for his last album, Limbo, last year was Limbo. pretty good. Like, he, like it, it was kind of one of those, like, okay, I'm getting music videos from him, I'm getting and tracks music videos him. were very very good, very good, and he had artists that were really like prominent, like Young Thug, like. Obviously, like on a different level, like Jid, I like I love Jid, but Jid's low key a little bit smaller than Amina. Mm-hmm. But like for me, like seeing Jid and Amina on a song was just like okay, shit, that shit is special. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, no, like, and, and a lot of artists you could tell like the more like less established artists definitely put more effort into their rollouts nowadays. Yeah. But I even go back to the past, like for real, for real, like rollouts for sure have been like a main thing. Like that's. You need to have a rollout, especially like pre-internet, pre where you could put any type of video, any type of like song on the internet. You really needed to have a rollout. You needed to yeah. have, you needed to have, you needed to have flyers around the area. You needed to have people word of mouth. You need to be on MTV. You need to be on these television networks that were only getting plays. Like with the internet age, you really get off with the rollouts because anybody can upload a video. I can make a video with my man who is an up and coming videographer. Yeah. 
and rap over it, and he make a sweet enough video I can put on YouTube. Hey yo, <laughs> have him hit me up. We gotta make a video for I don't really know. Have have that nigga hit me up. <laughs> yeah, I got a few, uh, <laughs> a few videographers in mind. I, I'll definitely link you. But but still, it's just kind of like I can hit him up. I can make the video. I can I can make the song pop from that on YouTube because because now it's just like that's that's really just what it is. Like I, yeah. I feel like nowadays it just makes it easier. I even say like especially with social media now it's just easier for for you to post something and, and and get off on that for real i agree i agree um but i also i don't know so who do we feel like like i don't know i it it depends though cuz rihanna is established but she's fucking annoying yeah. me with this shit like girl like <laughs> drop the album and then she'll do like little shitty things she'll be like oh the album is coming soon but really, yeah. like, it's not. The last time yeah. she dropped an album was my junior year of high school, your senior year of high school. That was the last time she dropped an album. Mm-hmm. Girl, I don't want that from you. But if Frank does it, like, if Frank takes his time, it's like, it's okay. Frank, too. Frank I'm about to say, like, I- I'll probably ask you, like, who are some, and you probably can't think about it, like, right, right off the top of your head, but, like, like in your soul, like, who are some artists that really, like, rollouts really resonated with you or like some shit that you can even like you kind of be like okay this is some shit like this is some shit that i've definitely like the rollout attributed to me liking the album which attributed to me liking the artist or or liking the artist more it don't even um, have to be just liking the artist like just something that's really creative where you're just like oh this is something special for real so i can think of a recent example and that's little nas x and ju- it was the rollout of the single the fact that like he was just like tweeting like oh like he never really had to go to court for nike like he he just made that up but like he was like oh i'm going to court monday i'm going to court monday this is this is this is happening and then he drops this trailer on monday talking about like the whole like nike thing but it's like really just like the rollout for industry baby and, like, he had, like, the website, like, the freelittlenasx.com, like, the whole hashtag and everything. Like, that shit was creative, and that made me, like, really exci- excited, and it made me, like, you know. It, yeah. it, 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 it Also, with the visuals, too, um, just because it looked so cinematic, I'm like, okay, like, this music video is the story, and, like, the music video is a big part of that, too. So I'm like, okay, I know if the video is good, then I'm going to like the song. So... Yeah, like Little Nas X, I'll give it to him. He definitely has great rollouts. Um, yeah. Even Beyonce, like Beyonce is one of a kind. Like I don't know, like because I'm a seasoned Beehive member, I can kind of tell when Beyonce is coming. Just about like just like how she posts different things, when she does different things. Um, I love her style of doing that. Nicki Minaj is the same way. I know that Nicki is coming whenever she clears out her bio on Instagram and doesn't post for a minute. You know that she's coming. So I don't know. I think that they are like, those are the three that I can think of like off the top of my head. That yeah. Are like, yeah. For real, for real. I even go like, uh, well, that's not that real. Well, no, this is real. I, I even go recently like Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. He's the, he did a oh, really, yeah. Like he's did a really good rollout. Like he, He's like Kanye esque, where he changes his sound every single album in mm-hmm. and of itself. Like, like I feel like with Tyler, like he for sure, like he definitely, like he definitely, his rollout was definitely planned, calculated, and it executed very well. Like his character Tyler Baudelaire, like 
the whole call me if you get lost, like even though it I came out. Hey Tyler, Tyler, it. Tyler, I'll call you if I get lost. <laughs> I will. Please. <laughs> but hey, listen, 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 listen. But Tyler, he had a, like a week before he dropped the album, like this nigga for show, like he had the the lumberjack video coming. You had you heard DJ drama in the background. You saw him with yeah. the hat on. You saw him with the fit on. You like, oh, what the hell? And then throughout that week, you saw him with like different snippets of like different videos of the songs that were on the album, where you're just yeah. like, oh shit, he got a whole costume on. Even though it was like, it was simple, like a hat and like just from a sweater vest and some shit like that. But you were just like, he's different than what he was two years ago in Igor when he had the wig on, and then two years ago when that was a good wig too. Had, the hat on and like the the regular shit on like this yeah he really takes his rollout seriously and, and i wouldn't say he's like a small he's not an underground artist you could say that like 10 years ago yeah but like now but no, he's, he's running that shit and he has enough fan and he has enough of a fan base to really let that marinate and i'll even go before him childish gambino which is one of my favorite artists donald glover he does his, he does this shit well like uh his most recent album was some was some shit we could talk about that another day but I'll say like another album of his because the internet had a role. He had a screenplay attached to the album. He had a seventy-two or seventy-one page screenplay screenplay of like him writing out characters, him writing out like motives of his main character. When you listen to the album and you see snippets, he had music video snippets too, and actual music videos where you were just like, oh shit. And you listen to the album, you like this all connects with the screenplay. This it just it just kind of like really it just kind of really lets you appreciate like what, what artists really go through in their yeah. rollout, and, and it makes delays a little more t- tolerable because it's just like okay, you really you see how much time it's yeah. Because once I saw Black is King, I'm like yeah, this is why this took a year to come out. Because what the it fuck? took about a year to come out. That's all. Like I know Donda is gonna be phenomenal. But here's the thing, though. that These niggas will take a year to do some shit, and it'd be some fucking bullshit. Because Drake does the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't think C.O.B. is going to be some bullshit. I don't think Kanye is going to be some bullshit. I think it's all going to be worth it. In the You're very game. optimistic. Like, hey, look, Frank, Frank is one of your favorite artists. Frank is one of my favorite artists, too. Both of our favorite artists. Like, yeah. Frank... Frank don't release music consistently at all, bro. This nigga is a superstar. He's a bona fide (laughs) superstar, and this nigga can't seem to, like, really fail because, like, I feel like this nigga, like, even if his music is timeless. I remember we were talking about last week. Because I feel like Blonde took four years. It took four years from Channel Orange to make. Mm -hmm. It took four years from Channel Orange to make. And, And, like, when he really made Blonde, you listen to it like, oh, I get why it took this long. It's been longer from Blonde till now than it was from Channel Orange to Blonde. And everybody was like, damn, I need a new Frank Ocean project from Channel Orange to Blonde. And then when Blonde came out, finally had a, a, a Endless, too. Blonde and Endless, both of those albums. Yeah. Like, it was like, finally. Yeah, you gave up two albums. Exactly. And now it's 2021. It's five years since 2016. And we still don't have a Frank project, but we know in the back of our head, we know for a fact like this nigga is gonna deliver. So but that's I why think the difference is I trust Frank. I don't trust Drake Frank. after Scorpion. I don't trust him. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So I, I feel like you a little divided. I feel like some people appreciate Scorpion for what it was. I feel like that that nigga. I feel like that nigga has Scorpion. He had a different version of Scorpion. 
And then when him and Kanye and Pusha beef, he went back and, and, and recorded a bunch of lines dissing the niggas. And you can hear it. In yeah. a lot of I'm like, are you hurt? I feel like Scorpion had a lot of hits. Was it a cohesive unit? No. Mm-hmm. No. Um, but you were talking about the other day, like, do artists really deserve, like, like do we deserve that from them? Do, like, do they have to put something out? Yeah. And it made me think, because I, you know, Beyonce is one of my faves. And I was reading her Rolling Stone article that came out. And she said, uh, what did she say? Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Mm-hmm. She said, we create our own re- false reality when we're not fed. Oh, shit. No, that's it. That's not it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, she said, one day I decided I wanted to be like Sade and Prince. I wanted to focus. I wanted the focus to be on my music because if my art isn't strong enough or meaningful enough to keep people interested and inspired, then I'm in the wrong business. Mm-hmm. And I feel it. No, that's real. Like, I feel like. And I now, feel like, oh, my bad. Yikes. No, go ahead. If you, yeah, go ahead. Go I was just going to say, I feel like a lot of people, like, have these demands on these artists. They're like, oh, like, I want you to post this or talk about this. But Beyonce's like, look, you're going to get my music. That's that's what you deserve from me. Other than that, like, everything else is extra. And if yeah. I can't keep captivated with my music, then maybe I shouldn't be doing music. That was a little shade too, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with Beyonce. Like, I feel like Beyonce, she makes sense. Like, at the end of the day, artists don't owe you shit. And we've had this conversation off off air too. Like, I feel like yeah. I personally feel like artists don't owe a shit. Like, like I mean, I'm not no artist by any means. You're an artist. I'm not I an am. artist. Like, so, so like I. I can't even really fully fathom what it what it takes to be like okay like I'm putting my soul my heart and soul into this track or into this movie or into this TV yeah. show or into this book like I'm putting my soul into this like nigga like I'm gonna say like <laughs> only focus on that don't worry about like what the fuck I'm doing like I'm a I'm a at the end of the day Beyonce is a regular person. She's not regular because obviously she does. I, I'll say she's not regular in terms of like everything she's accomplished. But at the end of the day, in her mm-hmm. soul and her core, she's just like me and you. Like she, she, like she, she's regular. Like she, she don't. She, she eats don't raisin like, canes and she likes extra bread too. I don't know that, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'll say like Beyonce, like like or like a lot of other these a lot of a lot of these bigger artists like. It, it don't matter. Like it don't matter. Like only focus on the art that I'm giving you. The art that I'm portraying the art that i'm really trying to display to you guys to really listen to and absorb and digest for real and i feel like beyonce is one of those artists that understands that where she's just like yeah i really want to get to the point where like you you don't really know like you know my personality because of my past but at the Mm -hmm. end of the day like my music is the one that's gonna propel me forward further yep like like beyonce knows like her music is the main thing that's gonna be like I'm gonna be relevant by 2030. If Beyonce didn't drop music at all, she'd still be relevant by 2030. Yeah, she thinks of it like I need to contribute to this decade. I need to like she even said in the Rolling Stone article, I want to contribute. Like she was like, yeah. I want to be. She a talked about it in her. 
she talked about it in the Harper's Bazaar article. She like they were exactly. asking her like her impact in each decade, and she's like, in each decade, this is what I was focused on. This decade, I was focused on this. This one, I'm doing this. And she said, and she's exactly. about to go into her 40s, and she's like, okay, so now this is the game plan. What is 40 year old Beyonce? 30 year old Beyonce, you heard her in the 2010s. 20 year old Beyonce, you heard her in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, even, <laughs> even when she was just like young as fuck, you heard her in the early night, like the uh, mid 90s, late 90s, like type shit. Like, look, listen, like, you know for a fact Beyonce is going to do what she got to do. Kanye, I feel like he thinks the same way as well. And Drake also thinks the same way as shit. We'll even talk about. Kendrick, he probably thinks the same way too. Oh, like, where the, the fuck are you, dude? Where are you at, Kendrick? <laughs> that nigga's missing. APB out on that nigga. Kendrick okay, right. but listen, I'm saying like every single one of these decades is is a new decade for music. Like, you hear it, you can go back to the early 2000s, and listen to a bunch of songs, and be like, this sounds like some early 2000s shit. Early nineties shit. Not shit. Like this sounds like nineties shit. Eighty shit sounds like eighty shit. Two thousand shit sounds like two thousand. Two thousand ten shit. Now since we're done with the two thousand tens, we're in twenty twenty now. There we go, can't my missus right. I gotta see her. Two thousand tens. Yeah, we talking about some some deep cut. You really talking about some deep cuts? Like some shit <laughs> we was talking about middle school. And we have a whole pod about them, about by everybody in that era. We've got to do a 2010s pod. We definitely do. But 2010s, like 2020s, is about to be a whole new era for music where we don't even know what it's going to sound like yet. So I could see, like, Beyonce taking that shit seriously where you'd be like, okay, this is how we need to approach some shit like that. For real, for real. Like, and it just makes you, like, like I said, appreciate those delays, those rollouts, all of that shit where you'd be like, damn. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what were you going to say, my bad? No, I was just saying, these niggas are special. Yeah, They are, they are. Well, that got me to thinking, because um, we talked about, like, what do the artists deserve? And that got me to thinking about um, social media and, like, how we use social media. And um, I've been in some situations, sorry, friends that are listening, I'm not going to say your <laughs> name, but they didn't put me on blast. They're like, Jay, you ain't post this, you didn't post that. And I'm just like, well, do I have to do that? Like, first of all, this is, you know, my page. Um, and, and, like, I'm going to use it how I see fit. And, like, I don't understand why people get so upset. And so, like, I I, I guess, like, I want to approach the next topic of, like, is that important, like, to post certain things? Because, like, when I'm thinking about myself, how I use social media, um as I'm getting older, like, my career is more of, like, my goal. Like, that's what I'm focused on, my brand, my name. And so on my main social media accounts, that's what I'm promoting, my name, my brand, all of that. And if I want to have fun, because, you know, I still want to have fun on social media. I have my Finsta for that. I have my private stories. I'm not as serious on Twitter, so, you know, I have my Twitter. But, you know, like, I feel like that I should not be penalized for prioritizing my brand on my fucking page. (laughs) <laughs> over not posting somebody's birthday or somebody did this like you know especially if i'm not posting anybody else's shit like i can understand if i was posting one friend's shit and then not yours that'd be kind of fucked up but I, I it's not like you know everybody gets the same treatment so i don't know what do you think about that i mean uh yeah no it, it definitely makes you think like like what i was saying like artists don't we don't we, like artists don't owe us shit like we just 
we consume the art like and I feel like social media kind of made that a whole new thing where we just like we under like we see everything yeah. in artists lives for real and a lot of artists where we'd be like oh this is what they're doing it's the pictures that they take and it's the shit that they be on like especially like the artists that post on their stories you be like this is the day to day type of shit that they be on yeah, and it kind of just makes you think on just like even away from artists like us like the, the shit that we be on on Twitter and whatnot, we be like, all right, like even people would like they they when they see like you post like say if you a poster a regular poster, I'm not a regular poster. You're a regular poster. I'll probably mm-hmm. say relatively like if you don't post for like two three days, people start getting worried. They're like, is he okay? Or it, okay. it gets to the point where you be like, okay, like yeah, it's good to be worried. Like three days, I ain't post and I post regularly. You would think that, but like social media has made it more of a like a oh, okay, like damn, nigga, like you you've been posting so often and now you're not posting. What's the deal? What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Like blah blah blah. But in reality, <laughs> you are, you on vacation? Are you over here doing like hanging out with some friends? You're doing X Y and or Z, getting but getting or something, you know? You know? Whatever the fuck you doing? Like that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you can do whatever, but like. People expect you to be on their schedule. That's what yeah. I say. People expect you to be on their schedule, especially like when it comes to social media. They expect you to be on their schedule. If they hop on social media and they see you the last three days and you're not here the fourth day, everything's gonna be gonna get thrown off. Yeah. Where they're like, what the wait, 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 wait. I'm missing one person. And now they worried about you, type shit. But in reality, we don't owe these niggas nothing. We really don't owe these niggas nothing, especially like yeah. to the point. Where, like, I don't, like, make I don't no have art. to like, post. I don't make no art for people to consume. And if I'm posting, and if I'm a nigga that posts regularly and I don't post for a few days or a week or shit, even a month, you can't be like, what the fuck? Like, you have to you? post that. What's going you on? You have to post. Exactly. Like, like, be like, nigga, what's wrong with you? And it's, a, it's a lot of people that's just like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you on that? And I'm like, what's nigga, wrong with me? Nigga, like, what's wrong with you? Why are you focused on this? Blah blah blah, but I feel like that's and it'll just, be weird too because it's like I don't know. I this is another friend that like they fucking cut me off. They were like, "We're not friends anymore." You know the situation. Yeah. Like because I didn't post them, and I'm like, "Nigga, didn't we just have a conversation? Didn't I express my congratulatory wishes to you? Like, did that not happen? Like, does it not count because I didn't post it on my public account? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I don't know. For me, on social media. Post my brand. Post the experience. Post this shit. Post, yeah. I don't really know. Post, matter of fact, post that shit. If you don't post my birthday, like, okay, like, call, I would rather you call me and tell me happy birthday than mm-hmm. you, you know, doing a birthday post. I will, The birthday post is cool, too, but, like, it's more of, I feel like more of a genuine connection when you actually reach out to me. You know what I mean? So, I, I feel yeah, like yeah. social media has destroyed that. Like, we're all caught up on like who's posting who or who's doing this and it's like you're trying to validate your friendship through social media and i'm and it's like you don't really need to have to do all of that like what the fuck Mm -hmm. but i feel like to you yeah it feels like oh why the fuck are you that press but i feel like press 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 press. but i even say like that's not even like that's not even a conscious effort that a lot of people do i feel like this is just the era that we're in like the 2010s, like, we talked about the 2010s, like, that's that social media ever. That's when it really took off, like, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, 
Facebook, all that shit where like it really took off to a whole new level. Where we we didn't even know where it was gonna be like in twenty twenty. Now we're in twenty twenty one. We see where like this Twitter is an inter is is an integral part of our lives. Yeah. Like where like that shit is downloaded on my phone. If I if I only check Twitter once a day, I'm still putting my effort into this one thing a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm scrolling through other people's tweets and lives. Like type shit. So like And not even their real lives, the lives that they show you. The lives that they put on. But I was saying that yeah. that that's just what it is. Like that's that's the that's the environment that we're in. For real, for real. Like that that's really like the, the type of like that's really the type of like like I said, the environment that we're really in, like where we just like really see things like Oh yeah. Social media. I even go to like Instagram, like that's really like a platform where you really show your highlights type yeah. shit. Like where you really show like the best pictures of you, the best uh the best look that you got, the best fit that you got on. Yeah. Where you're trying to really show everybody w- what's up with that. So like we I feel like I feel like originally social media was one thing and then it became another. Like one thing is for sure like when Facebook came, I seen the social network. <laughs> it's probably not the that's a good fucking movie. movie. I love that. I yeah. forgot all about that movie. That movie hits But that movie hits though. I feel like I watched yeah. Social Network. I'm like, all right, somebody made Facebook, brought college students together to really uh, talk about their experiences, to talk to to connect with people from their past, connect to people from their present, and, and hopefully continue relationships in their future. But Social Network. It grew into Facebook, which grew into other social media sites that saw that model and wanted to duplicate that and make profiles and make uh, perceptions. And if you can make a profile of yourself, you can almost always make a fake uh, version of yourself. Always. Yep. If you can make an online ver- version of yourself, you can always make a fake version of yourself. If, if I'm not, I'm saying if nobody knows me, and I make a a, a a page fake enough with my I can even use my real name with like a a good enough picture, a good enough biography, a good enough skill set where everybody who doesn't know me fully, fully be like, oh shit, this nigga's special. And it don't matter because everybody gonna go with it. The majority of people that don't it's more it's more people that don't know me than know me. Yeah. In the world. Period. Like it's period. Like like seven billion in this motherfucker. It's seven billion in the world. I'd probably say I got like a hundred a hundred thousand people that know me. Yeah. For real, for real. Like I probably I don't even say for real for real. Just know me. Just know me. Just walking. Probably be like, oh, oh, yeah. I feel like I have like maybe a hundred people that like know me. Know me. Know me. Know me. That's like way less. But I'm saying when I say like know me, probably like encounter me. Or like know who you are. Day, know who you. Blah blah. blah a few, uh, like know me. Like uh, in that way. So they can see some shit, and they didn't really know me, know me, like the hundred people that know me, know me, like you said, and they could be like, okay, this nigga is like this, blah, blah, blah. So I expect them to come every day with this yeah, type shit because of this shit. So, like, we have different expectations, especially with artists, like we were talking about previously, like, these artists, especially when they make social media accounts, we already see them as larger than life. So when they come, like... When they come like with this with this type of shit where they be like, oh, I got a I got a Twitter now. When Beyonce gets a Twitter, Jay Z gets a Twitter. Jay Z has a Twitter. And you don't tweet often. But Beyonce tweet, has a Twitter too. She doesn't do, use. Beyonce it has a Twitter too. When they tweet, it's like, damn, you really hopped on this Beyonce app. Tweeted. The tw- the app that we're on every day, 
figuring out what everybody else is on to. You, as a person that we saw larger than life, you tweeting on this bitch. This is special to us. Yeah. But why? But why? Like, and really? Just, and here's the thing, though. I, I hear of all... I, I agree with everything that you've just said. But in the same breath, you cannot get mad at people if they, like, switch it up or they decide to use their social media a different way one day. Or, like, you know, like, I feel like you should value the relationship that you have with that person if that person really means something to you. And, you know, like, that kind of like breeds insecurity that you need validation on social media because that that to me feels like oh you're not secure enough in our friendship like i have to prove it to you by proving to the world or like people that don't even like fucking know me or you but this is just how it looks like that's like when when i get into a relationship or something serious i'm barely posting that shit i'm barely posting my children none of that because why do everybody else needs to be in my business why why do they why does their opinions matter about something that they don't even know about or that they're not even a part of you know what i mean and that's and that's how i treat like my friendships my family all of that shit like that it's all of that shit is sacred to me like i'm not posting a hundred percent of the time like oh like me and darren just had this conversation or like me and imani just went to this place like there's no need to do that like i'm secure in my friendship y'all are secure in our friendship so there's no need to like really prove that and i feel like a lot of people fall into that whether it be friendships relationships whatever the fuck it may be um yeah yeah no i mean i I feel like when you create a platform that like where everybody's connected or everybody's like can interact with one another you create like rules or like like a a set of standards those rules baby Fuck the rules to us but like to a lot of people on social media that hop on Twitter, though they abide by those rules. Like those are the rules to go by when you get on Twitter. You need to talk talk about this, do this. Wow. The how does it feel to imprison, how does it feel to limit yourself and imprison yourself by some rules? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the rules. But I mean I hey, but that's that's the type of shit that people be on. But I be I feel like yeah. like social media it definitely has just a lot of different purposes, like for real, for real. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's not, like, just, it's not even just like, oh, I'm I'm really letting you know what's going on in my life. Like a lot of people go through people's likes, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people go through people's likes, and they and like the people that they care about, the people that they really into, they go through those likes and, and they see what people like or people are into. And I always thought that was weird to me. I've always yeah. thought I was like, okay, why why would you go through somebody's profile and go through their likes if you're just not gonna talk to them or you're not gonna really <laughs> I say are you not gonna like really develop that relationship with them? But even people who have relationships with them still go through their likes. I still don't get it. Yeah. But what it is on Twitter, but like Instagram, blah blah blah, you see people like thriving like at these these big ass spots or like these nice vacation spots like I'm here, I'm here, I'm flexing. And people want to flex so much that it like it, it derails from like, all right, this is supposed to be like a social platform where you meet people or like when you see people that you haven't saw in a long time. But now it's just like a flex platform where you're just like, I got this car. I got this cheese. I got, I'm at this place. I'm at this spot. I'm with this person. And now y'all niggas, I can't, can't compare, can't relate. And that's yeah. the thing, like... <laughs> It's okay to brag about yourself. I I get it. Like you should be proud of your accomplishments, but just because you have that, that doesn't make you any better than anybody else. Like people love to say, like, oh, I'm shitting on them. I'm shitting on them. The only person who I'm trying to shit on is myself. 
I'm trying to beat the me that was yesterday. I'm trying to do better exactly. than the Jay that was yesterday. Exactly. But a lot of people, it's like yeah, a lot of people don't see that. Yeah, I said a lot yeah. of people don't see it like that, and I'll probably even say like that. I mean, social media. A lot of people don't see it like that, but shit, even on a, <laughs> I'll be, I'll probably say a grassroots level, uh, social media, shit, it, like <laughs> just the on the ground level type shit, nigga. I use social media for, I, I use social media for seeing news, uh, not not completely, but like I see some news on there, like on the culture, or I slide in some DMs. I slide in some DMs. I see some. I see some profiles. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> this girl's kidding. I need to. I need to hop in her shit. But I mean, that's pun what I use. Intended or no pun intended? Differently, people who are obsessed with social media use it differently. A lot of people use it differently. Yeah, that's what I be on. Well, look, I'm gonna just give this blanket message. If you're a friend listening, take heed. If you're if you are truly friends with me, Jay Gooden, the one and only. Um, I'll post you on my Finsta, I'll post you in my private stories, I'll post you on Snapchat even, on Twitter. Um, but don't expect it from my main accounts. My main accounts, what I use social media for is my brand. Honestly, if I did not have to use social media as much as I do, I would not. Um, just because like I'm, and I'm you know, aspiring to be in the entertainment industry, so I kind of have to. And so that's what I use it for. Other than that, like, my personal life, like, who I'm talking to, like, you know, like, if you're a friend, you'll know that. But if you're not a friend, if you're an acquaintance or, you know, a supporter, like, you know, I, I'm, that's not owed to you. Like, that, some of those stuff, I feel like it's important to keep personal things personal to you. That's sacred. And once you open that door, it's really hard to close it. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Well, enough about this social media bullshit. Let's talk about something that I find even more cool and more dope. And it's the dynamic of our friendship. And a lot of people like ask me, especially like people who just, you know, like see our friendship from the inside out. I'll, I'll bring up Lex, um, cause Lex was on the show. And she's like, how do you and Darren's friendship work? Like, it's just so interesting to me. Like you're very, very gay. He's very, very straight. And I just don't see that in the world like people just being like you know i don't know like as she as she it's, it's not normal to her and i'm just like well i don't know what to say i i really don't know what to say so i guess like the the next thing we're talking about is like how does like our dynamic of our friendship work and like how does that feel like you know having like a, a really close friend that's not necessarily like the same sexuality as you and so like when people ask me that like how do you feel about like having like a really close straight friend to me it feels normal because i'm like the world is heteronormative anyway mm -hmm. um and so it, like i assume that everybody is straight unfortunately that's the society that we live in and so like it doesn't really um I, I would okay so i would say in the beginning stages of our friendships i was a little bit afraid to express myself and be myself just because um you know like you have like this conception of like how straight people act and just based off of previous experiences and like i would you know like i i, I love telling my friends i love them i'm like oh i love you like you know you, you should tell the people that you love that you love them but like, you know, in a heteronormative society, another man telling a man that they love them is considered 
gay, quote unquote, but it's, you know, like it's a very just like platonic love. So like I would, you know, be hesitant to say that or like, you know, give you like a hug or like say certain things because, you know, I just didn't know how you would react. And like, I don't know, I just would say like the more that I've gotten to know you, the more comfortable I am just because like you've just been a decent human being. Like, you know, like you don't make it to where, um, how do I put this? I don't know, like, you don't other me, I guess. Like, it, it's more, I don't know. Like, you, like I'll, I'll bring to the example of, like, when I came out to you the first time. You were just like, well, damn, I was, like, waiting for you to, like, say something. And I'm like, wow, like, that's the most genuine and, like, honest reaction. Like, it, it felt like it wasn't, like, that big of a deal. Because it honestly wasn't. Like, you know, like, when you think of the act of coming out, you come out for straight people, like, straight people never come out as straight you know what i mean and so like i just i don't know that that's how i feel like when i look at like our friendship and our dynamic like you don't really other me you like the first like straight person that i've been friends with that like doesn't really make me feel different when society tries to make a lot of lgbt people feel different because it is heteronormative so yeah mm-hmm. i'm passing it to you <laughs> No, man, I mean, man, we've known each other for how long? Since, like, ninth grade, right? Which is 2012. Like eight years. 2012. 2013 type shit. So, like, yeah, you know me, like, like I just, I, I mean, I, I came up, I feel like I, I feel like that's just a lot in my household. Like, you just came up just respecting everybody that you respect. Like, and I feel like when I met you, I respected you, like, just as a person before, like, your sexuality, like. Where it just be to the point where it's just like, okay, like this can be a good friend of mine before any of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you wasn't even out yet. Like, so I was just like, this is just a friend of mine type shit. So I was just like, oh, this the homie. We can chop it up. We be in Spanish, chopping it up. Miss Inez, first row. Yeah. She fucking hated us. But yeah. I have the highest grade in that fucking bitch. So she can I've had so much drama with Spanish teachers. <laughs> People were in my tenth grade Spanish class with Miss Griffin. You fucking know, <laughs> Griffin did not fucking like me. But either way, uh, but yeah, like we, we really just hit it off, man. Like we just, like we just had a lot of the same interests. Like we vibe well. It, it like it just it just never like really like I I feel like in my head I just never thought of that. And then when you came out, it was just like oh like it makes sense. Why didn't you just tell me like. Type shit. Like, oh, okay, like, what's the deal? Like, but yeah, no, man. Like, it 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 just kind of gives like a different perspective. Like me personally, like like I'm a straight male. Most of my male friends are straight. Uh, like I hang around a good amount of, of women too. Like, type shit. So like, especially like I'm in a fraternity too. So like Alpha Phi Alpha. Like, mm-hmm. so like a lot of my brothers and whatnot. I just be like, okay, like we we all on the same shit. Like we all on like we all gonna do what we gotta do. We gonna we gonna we gonna thrive where we gotta thrive. We gonna we gonna make an impact where we gotta impact and at the end of the day, man, we're gonna get these women. Like blah blah blah, <laughs> like type shit. So like You guys are so like, fucking straight, bro. No <laughs> We do what we gotta do. Like I like I got a lot of my friends that do what we gotta do, but like like our relationship in particular, like it was just a you know, a switch up. It was definitely it's definitely a difference. Like it'd just be like, oh, I can't, I can't really link with you to be like, let's go pull some girls. Like, 
Let's go, let's go, let's go do do this. But this I mean, you kind of can that. though, because I'm I'm kind of like your secret weapon, you know. Hey, kinda, hey, look, hey, look, look, hey. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Jay has been Jay has been good when it comes to the, to a lot I'm of the, the women. best fucking wingman out there. Just to let you <laughs> guys know, like for sure. But but yeah, it would just be kind of like in that type of vein where it just be like, I don't. Like he's like, I don't need to to do that with you to have a a good relationship with you. We 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 can mm-hmm. we can just talk about different things, or we could we can involve ourselves with different things where it doesn't have to deal with our like our our individual sexualities. Mm-hmm. Where where like a lot of my other male friends, yeah, a good amount is other shit for sure. Like a lot mm-hmm. of my good friends are is other shit, but a good chunk of that is also like. <laughs> women, like where where the hoes at? Like where is blah blah blah? Is like, that's the type of shit that we own. I don't have to be that with you. So I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just it's definitely been it's definitely been different, but it's definitely been something that it, it's something that I've just grown to appreciate. Ah, like, for sure. Like it's just definitely like grown <laughs> to appreciate. Like we definitely like have a good relationship. Like we have a fucking podcast together. Like, Look at that. <laughs> exactly, like type shit. Like, so it's just one of those things. Just like I don't need to have, like you said, a heteronormative relationship with all the men in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it, it doesn't need to be that way to be successful. To be yeah. something that we all re- that we both relate to, like, where it's just something that we can all, that both of us can be like, okay, yeah, this is this is vibing well. We do well with each other. Yeah, and I think too. I think I could speak for both of us when it's when I say that like having a friendship like ours is very refreshing just because it's not like the stereotypical friendship between guys and i think that we also like can learn from each other because of our different sexualities we both learn so much from each other just about like how each other thinks and different perspectives like it's the whole point of the podcast too i have my perspective and you have your perspective um, sexuality is not the only thing that informs our perspectives in the world, but like it's a big part of that, and that's kind of like why we wanted to start the podcast. Like you know, I think that that I think that's what distinguishes us from a lot of podcasts that are out. On uh, you know, I, I'm not I'm new to the podcast world, but I don't know that many that are out that are like ours. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like it's a different dynamic, and, and the dynamic it, it like it definitely goes like far beyond just the podcast. Like mm-hmm. we we have conversations where we 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 all we often disagree on some other shit too. Like, <laughs> and we both we both hear each other's points, and we and at the end of it, we be like, damn, okay, yeah, I see why he thinks like that. Like so I see why he thinks like that. Be like, okay, blah blah blah. Like, like it's plenty of times where it's like that, and it and it works well because like. We don't we don't get defensive over that type of shit. Like we don't yeah. get no, this is this is different. I need to shun it. No, this is different. I need to accept it. I embrace it, yeah. Everybody's different. Like to the point like me and you are so different. Like it works so well when we have different viewpoints, where we have different mindsets mm-hmm. on different things. So like And like, I feel like there's certain times where like I can't see something and I need your perspective to help me see it. And just thinking about, like, different shit that I've gone through, like, with guys, like, it took Darren's straight-ass perspective of how he's, like, you know, I'm not going to throw you under the bus, but, like, it took his perspective for him to explain a situation to me just because I wasn't seeing it in the same way. And I would say the same thing for him, too. 
there's been situations where he wasn't seeing it because he was looking from his perspective and I came in and I was, and I said something and he's like, Oh, like I never really thought of it that way. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that definitely helped us and a lot of, a lot of different things for real. And don't get it twisted either. Like <laughs> Jay helped me with the girls too. Hell yeah. <laughs> we won't even get too much into that, but like for real, like, yeah, like it's like we still like that's still my nigga at the end of the day. Like that, that, that he's still sure. he's still, still good wingman. He still do what he got to do. But we just yeah, we just we 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 definitely thrive in different ways together than we're apart. Yeah, us. I like, agree. We definitely, I I know I, for for a fact, me personally, I definitely appreciate that for sure. Yes. So for the hose that was asking. Cause I, we got, it's crazy. I got a few requests to talk about that. I'm like, I don't know. Is that like kind of deep to talk about? But then I'm like, nah, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> we might as well. It's not even that deep. It's like, yeah. it, you think about it. It's like, it's to us. It's not that deep because it's just like, we're used to it. Like, like we talk to each other often. Like, like we have this podcast, like blah, blah, blah. But like, I guess the other people who don't have those relationships, that don't, it don't really make sense to them or it don't really like it, it's not the it's not familiar to them mm-hmm. so like when they hear something like us it'd be like oh shit what what the hell's going on blah 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 but yeah it's, it's smooth like i'm still me you still you like we just give each other like pointers on like a lot of different things like a lot of things that's going on currently or a lot of things that's going on in our lives mm-hmm. we give each other different perspectives on that type of shit like yeah hopefully our friendship can inspire other people to like you know nice. break those boundaries and like not you know have like certain things you know be a boundary to like be friends and like get to know somebody for who they are exactly that's all i'm saying for real for real like so yeah so for all the motherfuckers that ain't know now you know nigga. <laughs> <laughs> type shit but but you know man like Throughout the week, man, like, especially since I've been transitioning jobs, bro, I've been just trying to get into new shit, like, been trying to just, like, do different oh, things. Like, I hear a new yo. segment coming on. Oh! Me oh. on my Noriega shit on the drink chat, clapping and shit. But, yeah, like you said, your sleepers, man, I'm doing something different. It's called Darren's Dope Dabbles. If I had air horns, I'd be like... Exactly, air horns, but I had, like, a little fucking graphic that had to display it but yeah it's Darren Dope Season Dabbles. 2 wait, Dabbles. wait we'll, we'll come exactly. harder for season 2 what? y'all ready for real but no it's just a few things I, I'll probably start off really with some books like I, I've really been into reading lately like uh, mm-hmm. especially since I since I've been free from Amazon I have more time to read uh, this one book that I'm really really into right now is called How to Be a Stoic mm. Um, and, and stoicism is a is a philosophical practice for real, for real. And it's a book that's definitely been uh been doing his rounds uh, for a few years now. But like I've definitely got got into it more recently. I, I'll give you the definition of stoicism for the people that don't know. Yeah, because uh, stoicism my, my is the <laughs> exactly stoicism <laughs> is the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings or and without complaint. Hmm. So it's like understanding that life comes with hardships or life comes with a lot of different pitfalls and different things, but not showcasing your emotions to be like, okay, I'm really, really affected by this. And I feel like that really affects 
how you go about the actual problem that you're going with. So like, I feel like this is this is really a, a good self help book where it comes to like, okay, everybody goes through pain, everybody goes through hardship. I go through pain, I go through hardship. And when that happens, I don't need to to make that the end of the world. Right. Like, I don't need to make that my whole life or I'm really only focused on that. I need to realize that this is just a part of life. For real, for real. So yeah, it's it's a book. It's called How to Be a Stoic. It's by Massimo Piglucia Piglucci or something like that. I probably butchered, <laughs> I probably butchered the name, but it's okay. Uh I'm going to yeah, get that book because I feel like I'm stoic myself. I'm going to get that yeah, book. I mean, I mean, if a lot of people feel like they're stoic, but they're not really stoic. But I, no. I, I, it's really one of those books where you really understand what stoicism is. is pragmatism, is being pra- pragmatic, is being, uh, being like understanding. It's, it's really like understanding your emotions, but also like internalizing them in, like within yourself and not mm-hmm. portraying that to other people where like it could fuck up their day or it could fuck right. up different shit like it'd be like okay like this is something that I know is happening to me I need to vet it through a certain system and I need to understand that this isn't the end of the world like this is something that everybody goes through and I need to be stoic in it and I need to be under- I need to I just need to be understanding and I need to be I need to realize like this is something that like I said everybody goes through for real um and a lot of people use this for like marriage, divorce, handling money, mm-hmm. personal tragedy. Of course, like people close to you that die, like it's something that you'd be like, okay, this is something I can definitely. It's a practice, a philosophical practice. Like I said, it's something that you could really internalize, and you'd be like, okay, I, I I know when something bad happens, I don't need to be like, I don't need to cry about it. I don't need to be like, like this is the fuck fuck everybody, blah blah blah. Like <laughs> this is some shit that I could be like. Yeah, this happened, and I need to keep going from it. Like, I need to keep going from it. Like, I need to realize that this is a part of life. Right. Like, this is a part of life. And if, if, if it's some fuck shit, it's some fuck shit, and you can listen to it, and you can realize and internalize it in your own way. But you move from it. Like, you move from it. You don't let, you don't let it be the, the crutch. You don't let it be a crutch for you, for real. So I, I really been listening. I've really been, like, listening to it. I've listened to audio versions of it. I've also been reading it, too. Oh, there's audio. I'm definitely getting that shit because I'm not. Gonna read that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's how to be a stoic. Is using ancient philosophy to live a modern life. Uh, it's by Massimo Piglucci. Uh, he's he's a great uh, modern day philosopher about it. Um, yeah, um, and it's another thing, another book too called American Gods. Ooh, I heard of that book. Isn't there like a show or something? So it's a show about American Gods too. It's by Neil Gaiman. He's an English author. He's one of my favorite English authors. He actually directed and wrote no he didn't direct he wrote my bad he wrote a couple of my favorite uh doctor who episodes and if you don't know that about me i love doctor who um darren's actually the doctor no i'm not but either way (laughs) real gaming they never let a black man be the doctor fuck no you can't go to (laughs) nigga you can't go to the 1800s without getting lynched for real oh lord but uh, Neil Gaiman, he's a very uh, prominent, a very prolific, a very a very successful uh, author uh, of this of this book. Um, like like you said, the the show is out now. I think it just ended earlier this year for real. But the book is great. It's a, it's about this guy who's an ex convict and he uh, becomes like the bodyguard of this uh, enigmatic 
type of enigmatic type of uh, force, and his name is Mr. Wednesday. He's like a guy that's like a con man too, and you end up finding out he's like a descendant of Odin. Oh shit! Like, it's, it's, really, it's, like it's, like fantasy novel. it's really a fantasy novel for real, but it's like something where you'd be like, oh. I can see myself in Mr. Wednesday. I can also see myself in uh, Shadow, who's the main character of it. Um, but if you watch the show, you already kind of get an instance of it. It's different from the book, but it's it's very similar too. Um, but it's a great read. Uh, Neil Gaiman is great. Uh, he he really did an outstanding job in writing this. Um, the story is great. The plot, like the plot overall, the characters are great. Uh, yeah, so yeah, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Y'all need to check that out. And uh, I'm also got me MPK, so I'm about to get in my DJ bag. What's an MPK for those who don't know? When I say so, for it's so uh, right now it's it's more of a producer tool. It's like a uh, it's like a keyboard that uh, can connect to like uh, DAW, which is digital audio workshop software. Um, so you can use that as like if I plug into Logic. Uh, which is uh, a digital audio software that you, you can use to make beats or like um, if it's not Logic, Ableton, anything, you can connect it to that and you can make beats with that. Oh, you can DJ with that as well. So like along with the books, I also might get my t- my DJ bag. So DJ Ned Saturn, DJ Darren Allen, DJ The Don, whatever the fuck I go DJ by. DJ Saturn. So yeah, that's really what I've been on this week. That's my Dope Dabbles. American Di- American Gods, How to Be a Stoic, and my DJ bag. Hey. So, yeah, that's that's really what I've been on. Um, yeah, I got to get those books. I got to pick those books up. I got to get those Not books. You, man. You, you'd enjoy it, man, Like especially American Gods. I feel like I would really like American Gods from American when you guys. If you, even if you're not a book reader, watch the show. The show's yeah. pretty good for the most part. It's pretty good. Yes. So, well, yeah, that's what I've been on, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this. That we got some. The, today was good. We're on fire, yeah, man. bitch. We do what we had to do, bro. <laughs> Breakfast Club, who? No, I'm just kidding. No, I thought you said who. Actually, yeah. no. Breakfast Club, who? Because if they hear this, then that's more press for us. So okay, exactly. <laughs> like, Donkey today goes to Darren Allen and Jay Gooden. Fuck the motherfuckers. They but really, to- you're the donkey because you just put us on. So. <laughs> But no, no, love, good, you know, shout outs to them, what they do. It's not what we do, but you know, it's something. Yeah. That sound is so shadier. I'm not trying to be shady, I promise. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm really not. Um, but yeah, as always, follow me on social media for Instagram at J underscore Gooden 98. And yeah, that's my socials. <laughs> yeah, follow me, NED Saturn, Ned Saturn, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Darren Allen, if you can't find me on those. Um, yeah, that's yeah. my social. And then if you want to, if you want, you want us to talk about specific things, hit us up because we do it. That last topic that we talked about, somebody was like, Let, y'all should talk about that. So we'll do yeah. it. Just let so us know. Don't be shy. We'll respond to you. But thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next Saturday. And yeah. Yeah, take it easy.